Hi, and welcome to College Grad Marriage Dropout. It's Quay. And Rini. Hey, y'all. You know, Rini, I was thinking. When I got divorced, I feel like I divorced way more than my ex-husband. Okay. So, I'm kind of talking about, like, mutual friends we had. Uh, I feel where you're going with this one. You know, I wanted to stay friends with a lot of the people that we had friendships with while we were married but I realized during the course of the divorce people started to choose sides mm-hmm. right and you kind of figure out where everyone's loyalty lies mm-hmm. and then you're like faced with a choice to make yeah you got to decide whether you're going to cut them or literally them. and figuratively oh, <laughs> <laughs> or keep them right right <sighs> it's a tough decision I know that when I divorced my my husband, um, I always said I divorced him, but not the family. Mm. Oh my God! Listen, mm-hmm. sometimes you do divorce the whole other side of the family. <laughs> <laughs> not intentionally, but I think it just kind of happens, especially if it's like a crazy, rocky relationship and. The divorce is crazy. You just kind of want to get rid of everybody. I mean, you know, still love them from a distance. Social distancing is good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess it really depends on on the family and the relationship Mm -hmm. that's going on. So true. Let's start out with some positive affirmations because I feel like this conversation is about to go (laughs) somewhere else. But anyway, I am worthy of real relationships. I am worthy of love. I am worthy of friendship. I am worthy of respect. Oh, yes. I am worthy of respect. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Hmm. I'm worthy. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm worthy to be patient. I am worthy of peace. Peace of mind. Ooh. Yes. Yes. At all costs. So if I got to cut you, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I am worthy of happiness. I'm going to be bad. Okay. I'm worthy of good sex. Oh, me too. I am worthy of great sex. I just want good sex. I want <laughs> great, like yes. mind blowing. Yes. Soul touching. Yes. Okay. Clearly. Yeah. Okay. We're going to have some Pinot Grigio here. Okay. <laughs> what are y'all worthy for? What are y'all ready for? Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Let's get back to the topic. <laughs> All right, so today's subject is to keep them or to cut them. Now, this can be someone you divorced, someone you had a bad relationship with. It could be a friendship. You got to make a decision. And the decision is, basically, are you going to protect your peace or are you going to keep dealing with the nonsense, the bullshit, the crazy? True. What do you choose to do today? True. True. Now, I was thinking about 
after divorce, like, you know, initially we still had the same group of friends. Mm-hmm. And, um, it gets pretty rocky as divorces go on. Cause you know, for the most part, divorces are pretty messy. They can, yes, yes. They can be for the most part. I mean, some people have, you know, an easy divorce and both parties agree on everything. But in real life, that doesn't ha- happen very not, often. Not that, and that's the whole reason of divorce. Right. Because mm-hmm. you, you can't even agree to disagree. So it's better to split, right? Um, so for me, I had a lot of mutual friends with my ex-husband because we were in a brother and sister sorority and fraternity. So all of his friends I knew and most of my friends he knew. You know, he knew my line sisters and, um, you know, my other friends. But it just became more and more difficult because, you know, when you're with somebody for years, you kind of build relationships outside of your partner with those people. So you consider them friends. But it's very hurtful when you hit that divorce, when you hit that rocky road, and then you actually realize that maybe these people are only friends because they were friends with your husband. And their loyalty does not really lie in your happiness. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've, I've found that a lot. That can go, like, I mean, they could be godparents. They could be, I mean, I'm telling you, it could be anybody you know, when bad times hit you, you will see who's really still there standing for you. And sometimes it's like a rude awakening. I agree. So, you know, I I agree with what you're saying. And I look at it at several different angles. Mm-hmm. You know, so in my first marriage, when I divorced, I divorced my husband, but I didn't divorce his family. I loved his family. You know, and his family also loved me. So even Mm -hmm. to this day, you know, his family still calls me either auntie or cousin or sister. They still identify me because of our relationship. But what I have noticed, what has hurt me a little bit more than some family members are friends that, that I had to let go. And it wasn't even so much friends from my relationship with my husband, but relationship with other friends that I have had. Mm -hmm. So I kind of look at like any relationship, (laughs) whether romantic or family, that you have to perform for or to keep. It's really not a relationship. It's like you don't, it shouldn't be something that is forced. Exactly. If you're not being yourself, then it's not a true relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. And after a while, you could only wear this mask but so long, and the true person is going to come out. You know? I I completely agree. Right. So acting fake, it could only be fake but so long, because if anybody knows me, it's hard for me not to cuss. <laughs> <laughs> and I could, I don't care where I am, I'm like, mm. And I'm trying to hold it in. It's Listen. just like I'm biting my tongue. Listen. And I'm not being true to myself because I exactly. really want to call this person, uh, you're a motherfucker right now. Exactly. <laughs> right? And there's some other words that just cannot describe you except this certain cuss word. But I'm just saying this to say is it's like, 
all in all, you still have to realize you have to be true to yourself first and foremost. And when you're being true to yourself, you're also going to realize what is good for you Mm -hmm. or you should realize what's good for you. And there's nothing wrong with cutting people off. There is nothing wrong with cutting people off. And I just want to touch upon what you said. You said being real and true to yourself. Mm -hmm. So I, you know me, something bothers me. You're going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to speak on it because it is like, I, I don't know, like a fire burning in my soul. Yeah, you don't have those sand dreams. Huh? Yeah, no, I can't keep it in. Right. Um, I feel like when you are real, real does recognize real, period. So you're going to be able to pick up on when people are acting funny. When they're well, you intense. should. You should be able to. I mean, we have some great manipulators out here, the great oh. pretenders. Like, you know what I mean? But it it's going to come out one way or another. And I was thinking about what you said about your first marriage and how you um, didn't divorce the family, but you divorced your ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, <laughs> I took steps where I stopped talking to, I will say, my ex's side of the family like that. Because I realized... um that when I talked to them, it was in one ear and out the other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, their loyalty was, was going to lie with my ex-husband no matter what. Because that's their brother. So, you know, he could be doing... He could be the devil. But they still going to love him anyway. And God knows who he was. <laughs> you know? And even, like... I guess for me, with divorce, right... With my, I guess, ex-brother-in-laws. Like, they still call me sister, right? But sometimes... In all honesty, I know that I'm not their real sister. Because if I was their real sister, they would never allow a man to treat me the way that my ex did. Because no brother is truly going to let somebody dog their sister. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, or be able to... Like, for example, just keeping it real. Like, child support. (laughs) <laughs> I go back and forth with child support, you know. I don't get it, so I hustle. Mm-hmm. But as as a brother, right? If your brother's not doing the right thing, are you supposed to check on your sister to make sure the kids are taken care of? Or no? Is that not their responsibility? Maybe I don't mm-hmm. see it the same way. Like, should you be checking up when you know someone's not doing right I mean silence speaks volumes to me you know so for me a lot of things didn't go as planned you know I I wish I was I had a relationship now where you know I had that support system from my ex's side of the family but I don't Mm -hmm. you know at the end of the day it's me and these kids and they don't seem too concerned as to whether or not he does right by them. You know, I think initially they would call and check up on the kids. But then it's just like, you know, out of sight, out of mind. We live in another state. We could be over here starving and dying and <laughs> ain't nobody called for months. Mm-hmm. You know, so at that point, you know, I had to make a choice. I know who my real family is. Like, you know what I mean? And it just doesn't happen to be them. 
they'll always be relatives, but relatives aren't always family. That just means you're related. Whew. Right? Yes. That's yes. You know? Yes. And mm-hmm. then, you know, let's take it to another level. Just like mutual friends, right? Mm-hmm. You have friends that you had before you had your marriage, right? And I'm sure your partner did as well. So do you think that your ex's friends had any loyalty to you? No. Mm-mm. None. None. Be- you know, because they were his friends before me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the friends that we gained along the way together, mm-hmm. that that was kind of sticky when when we split. Uh-huh. It really was. Because I, I for a long time, I was identif- I was identified by his wife. Oh, right. you're such and such his wife. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, not anymore. But, but even like our closer friends, mm-hmm. you know, they hurt too. Mm-hmm. One thing I did realize is that they hurt too when, when we split because they were just like, I can't believe you guys are are divorcing. You're splitting up. You guys were like the, you know. The, the power couple or something right, of the sort. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. We looked up to you and it's just like, I can't believe this is happening. So I saw that, but sometimes at the same time, like when I would tell them things that I was going through, it was hard for that person to believe it. Right, because I think sometimes, I'm going to call it blind loyalty, right? Blind loyalty will cloud your judgment, right? Because sometimes you think you know somebody, and a lot of our mutual friends only know us from, like, social events or, you know, just from the outside. So they don't really know the ins and outs of that relationship. So they kind of may meet someone's representative and just love them. So when you... When, like for me, I felt like my marriage, my ex-husband was like a Lifetime story, right? It was like, you ever, you watch Lifetime? Everybody watched Lifetime Movie Network, right? You know, like that police officer who was like the pillar of the community, but then he was at home beating his wife or being verbally abusive or that was my life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't every day that I had physical violence, but it was always some type of abuse so that... You know, so much so that even when I did cry out for help, his public status kind of hit it. And it was, it was, it was almost like he was, um, making himself the victim. I, I was going through and it was just like, no, she's crazy. I wouldn't really do that to her. You know me, I'm a great guy, you know, and, and it's such a struggle, like, And I'm sure, like, it's probably difficult for friends to experience that. Because they don't know what to believe. Especially, well, your your friends who came before, right? The friends that you started with, well, they know you. So they're going to know what's really going on. And they may may have, like, the inside scoop. But, like, you know, it's, I think... Another part too is this like even when you go through that, yeah, know, when you're going through like different trials in your in your relationship mm-hmm. and you're reaching out to friends, you gotta reach out to the right people exactly, you do because you don't know who 
is really there for you and in your corner. Oh my goodness. You know, because you could be you could be asking for help from the enemy and you really don't even realize it. So the reason I'm saying that is because you have to be careful who you're asking help for or from actually and also it's not always safe. Mhm. In that aspect, to be telling some people your business. business period. Because like, some people want to hear your business just so they can gossip about you. Yeah. They're not really about you or your business. They just want it because it makes them feel better. Or it makes them, you know, it just gives them some juicy news to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, I had an experience with a friend. I was great friends with this um, girl for a while. But I realized... When I started going through divorce, I thought she was like my cheerleader the whole time. The moment divorce hit, it was like, ha ha. <laughs> every, every opportunity that this person had, they would throw it in my face like, yeah, um, I'm still married and I got a husband. Let me give you a prime example. Me and my husband split um, two and a half years ago. Like, right before Christmas. So, around Christmas, I'm trying to get everything together. This is going to be the kids' first Christmas without mom and dad in the house at the same time. And um, I go Christmas shopping with a friend. And I'm trying to get everything together. At the end of the night, we take her truck because it's bigger than my car. Mm-hmm. We pull back up to my car. I'm like, well, um, could you help me put the bags in my car? Now, mind you. It ain't even been a whole fucking month. She's like, oh, I don't lift bags. I got a husband. (laughs) Right? And I thought, I was like, am I crazy? Did I just hear that? I I had to sit there and think, like, am I in my feelings? I know I'm going through a lot. That was was more than throwing. Was that throwing? That was more than that, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know... I would I ignored that. That was like a, a red flag. I questioned it. I checked her right there. Oh no, I ain't mean it like that. But time and time again, it was like little, mm-hmm. little punches every here, every here and there. And I was like, wow, you feel good about this. You feel like you got one up on me now because my marriage wasn't successful. Just because your marriage isn't successful, it doesn't mean you are not successful. True and. Very, very true. (laughs) (laughs) Being married does not mean, does not equate to success. You know, especially if the marriage is not healthy or the relationship is not healthy. True. Very, very true. And having friends does not equate to success. Mm Because if they're not real friends, then what you need them for? Mm -hmm. You know. What I noticed, like, um, what was really kind of hard for me was when we when I would try to confide in a girlfriend mm-hmm. and this girlfriend <laughs> it was I could give you stories girl when this girlfriend that I thought was a friend wasn't mm-hmm. and this girlfriend really wanted my husband ex-husband oh gosh mm-hmm. and it was from a real friend and she told me, she was just like, I'm coming to you because you're my friend. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. She's like, 
watch her mm-hmm. because she doesn't have your best interest. And I was so blind to it because I was so blind because I was in so much pain and turmoil. Yeah, and it's hard to see when you're it, feeling it like is, that. Because it's, because if you think about it, you're just bleeding. You are. <laughs> you're, just, you're just like an open wound and you're bleeding. And you know and what you're comes just like, to please, you? Please help me. Please. You, you, you know what happens me. when you're bleeding? You know what happens to animals in the wild when they're bleeding? They get attacked. Exactly. The predators are waiting. They can smell you from a mile away. Exactly. Like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> and that's what happened. And then I had a, a real friend come to me and she just like, don't go over there. Mm-hmm. Because she wants, <laughs> I was just like, wow, really? Wow. But just saying that to say, I had to distance myself from a lot of people. Me too. And... And by me distancing myself, it gave me time to heal. And probably some clarity. It did. Because I feel like me stepping back from people, like I really had to focus on me and my kids. Because it was like everything hit all at once for me when I went through divorce. It was separation, divorce. I ended up having to file for bankruptcy because I got stuck with everything. So during that period my caregiver passed away so i mean i was trying to just push through and you know you think someone is out you know you at that when you're going crazy you gotta vent because otherwise you're gonna blow up but sometimes you vent to the wrong people and everybody just doesn't have your best interests and people who you used to be friends with are not always going to stay your friends you know you know i kind of want to say it like Mm -hmm. this they really probably weren't your friends in the beginning. Say that again? I couldn't hear you. They really probably weren't your friends in the beginning. <laughs> True. I, I remember being in a situation, mm-hmm. you know, and to me, I feel like I'm a loyal person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm loyal to my places of employment. Right. I'm loyal. I'm just a loyal person. Like You're loyal you, sometimes when you shouldn't be. When you shouldn't be. Exactly. Exactly. Listen, that is my story. Exactly. <laughs> and so I had another person pull my coattail and said, you're more of a friend to her than she is to you. Ooh. And I was just like, no, she like, they said, you're more of a friend listen, to her than, you, than she is that, to you. Listen, when those people come to you, I feel like that's an angel coming to you. Now, my aunt Renee that's who used to help me with my kids when I would work. And, um, you know, those long hours working as a nurse, 12 hour shifts turned into 14 hour shifts. And, and, you know, you just being there, she always had my back, like, you know, but before she passed away, she went down a list of my friends and she just told me this one's real. This one ain't, I swear Maybe out of 10 people, there was only two people on that list that she even fucked with at all. She's like, baby, keep this one. And it was one friend in particular. I mean, we were friends for so long. She said, Quay, that girl is jealous of you. And I said, no, she's not. That's my homie. She'd do anything for me. She's like, what you don't see is that when you get up and walk away from her, how she cuts her ass. I see it because I'm still standing there. She said, I see the jealousy in her heart. You're blinded to her because you're a good friend to her. Like, you know, 
And I swear, if that didn't manifest, that's the same person. Like, you know, where <laughs> the moment I got divorced, it was like throwing in my face every fucking five seconds. This is what I got now. This is what you don't got. Like, it's like, whew. Like, you need to listen. When somebody brings you a message, you need to listen to it. Now, what about, what do you feel about, like, um, your in-laws, like, the grandparents? Were you able to stay close to them after getting divorced? Yeah, I was. As I said, I I divorced him, <laughs> not the family. Mm-hmm. And we were very close. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I called her mom. She called me her daughter. Her, we were extremely close. And because I think also, I'm not even sure why we were, we, it was just, we had a good relationship. Mm-hmm. And I know that no matter what, she's, she was always going to love her son. Mm-hmm. You know, just like I'm always going to love my son. But I, I really believe it was just. I feel like you'll love your son always, but I feel like you'll still check him. Oh, yeah, I check him all the time. you know um but even so much so to where I loved her and when she passed away I was Mm -hmm. right there by her bedside that's how close we were well that's amazing like so my kid's grandmother I love her we have a good relationship now but I do know that I know where her loyalty lies but I do know she cares about her grandkids like you know it's, so it's kind of a touchy situation because I think I go through this like, you know, when someone is so like fucked up towards you, like an ex, I'm like, well, where did this shit come from? <laughs> you know, I, I seen this meme the other day. It was like, don't start blaming yourself for your ex's mistakes. There are two people you should blame. And that is him and his mother. Right? <laughs> I was like, uh, do you think that's true? <sighs> is the way the son acts is that a reflection on his mom? Because no. I hope my son no don't act like because that. both of my sons act different. <laughs> okay, but I really no. I'm gonna really say it's how that man is, how he wants to treat a woman. True. Because the reason I'm gonna say that, yes, like me and myself, I know I teach my sons respect, mm-hmm. and both of my sons they treat the people that they're with with respect mm-hmm. I mean my sons and I we have a, a very open relationship and I'm really kind of proud of that mm-hmm. however they are their own person you know what you know? I, I can agree with that because you know after you know being able to do some reflection right I seen some similarities in like me and his mother but I think one of the most important important factors to pay attention to like when you even decide to get in a relationship with a guy is to see how he treats his mother oh true 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 and there were a lot of red flags you know I didn't know them early on but later you know I knew that my ex-husband had stuck his mother with student loans to the point like her wages were getting garnished right so why in the whole fucking world what I think that if he wasn't going to pay those bills he was going to help me and the kids you know you want to see the good in people but sometimes it's just not always there you know and and it 
And I'm not going to say it has anything to do with her. Uh-huh. I would say that has everything to do with him. I because agree. Because no matter what, you, you know the difference of right and wrong. Right. You know, that's how I completely feel. It's just, you could raise... And the reason I'm saying this is because <clears throat> my children... Mm-hmm had the same mom and the same dad and all three of them are different are different exactly if i gave them each a hundred dollars guess what each of them are going to spend it differently you know and it's crazy i i watch like just because this is the example i had to use i watch my ex-husband with our kids and then i watch his brothers and how they treat their kids it's like completely different Mm -hmm. like he has a younger brother and his younger brothers are like an awesome dad he's He's an awesome uncle. Like, I think out of nine siblings, maybe two to three of them maybe call and check on my kids. You know? Um, not, not, you know, all the time, but enough that the kids know who they are. You know? And then there's another brother. I love the way he takes care of his daughter. Like, his daughter would never, ever question, like, how, you know, her dad feels about them. You know, and right now for me, like I have a 12 year old who hurts, you know, and I'm like, they came out of the same people. Like, how does this happen? Like it, I, you're right. It's a personal choice. It really is a personal choice. Mm -hmm. It is a personal choice. You can't make anyone be a dad or a friend. Or a father. Well, same thing as dad. You know, but you can't make someone do something they don't want to do. So anyway. Back to, like, loyalty. Now, how do you determine whether a mutual friend is loyal or not? Or whether you should keep them around or not? By the way they treat me. Um, And sometimes that's really hard to see. Mm Mm-hmm. It is, sometimes it's really hard to see. Sometimes it just could be something as small as, why am I the one who's always texting or calling? Right. Why am I the one always offering to go somewhere? Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be something like that. So if the effort's one way, you might mm-hmm. want to start to reevaluate. Right. Um, but also, is this person encouraging? Right. Are they supporting your goals? When you call them or when they call you, are they bringing you negativity? True. You know, mm-hmm. what are they talking about? Is it something that's going to benefit both of you? Is it going to benefit you? Are you just, or are they just calling you just to verbally dump on you? Yeah. You know, and you think, well, this, I could verbally dump it because everyone has to like, Vent and get it off their chest. Right. But are they always just venting and they don't really care about what you're saying or doing? Well, when you say it like that, I guess it would be difficult for mutual friends to, you know, stick through the divorce. Because divorce is like challenging on everybody's mind, body, and spirit, right? So if you're always calling these mutual friends and you're dumping then maybe it's going to be hard for them to maintain the friendship you know it's just like when when I got a divorce and mm-hmm. I, and I went and I was talking to a mutual couple friend of ours mm-hmm. and I was crying 
Mm-hmm. And she actually said, you know, he's crying too. Woo! And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> about him exactly but that's the way I felt but then I also I mean and everybody hurts like right and I'm not gonna say everybody in every relationship but Mm -hmm. both sides hurt both sides go through shit you know and as a friend sometimes it's really hard to be unbiased that is extremely true be unbiased however you know what else though hmm. I think it's hard to be unbiased and they probably really no one has the full picture so, you know, it's probably hard to decipher what's really real. You At know times, what I mean? Like, so what I did, you know, with my last marriage, we didn't have any mutual friends. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, you know. Uh-huh. But we sometimes we would hang around the same people mm-hmm. but when we split I just stopped I just stopped everything I mean because you learn from experience mm-hmm. it's it's even kind of like you know okay let's go on a double date mm. you know and then one of those couples stop speaking and then everything else kind of stops right Somewhat, you know so you really have to see where who really has your back and who really has your corner because a true friend a good friend will be there no matter what exactly and even when it's hard Mm -hmm. and that one friend might even say hey you know what I got your back but let's not talk about this exactly that one friend even they can't yeah have boundaries and they might redirect you to something positive that that that's a real friend there because you know what um i know when i was going through it probably was a lot for you know your my friends to handle i was going through so much and i was very depressed um the relationship was just i mean it was going downhill like i was exhausted like physically and spiritually i was just (laughs) it was bad you know um but I did have some true friends who stayed on the phone while I cried. Talked me off the ledge. They knew I was going through. They were like, I got you. What do you need? No questions asked, you mm-hmm. know? And those are people that you keep. But you will meet those fair weather friends, you know? And it's okay to let them go. Mm-hmm. You know? With a divorce or a breakup comes the opportunity for a fresh start. Mm-hmm. So you got to kind of take out the trash. You have to come sometimes realize, too, they weren't really your friend. They were just a good acquaintance. Right. And everybody is not to be around forever. People are seasonal. Seasonal workers. <laughs> I say that all the time. And you got to fire the seasonal workers because you can't keep that overhead cost. <laughs> you gotta realize why people are really there. Are they calling just to check in, just to look, just to peek around, just to poke and prod, just to say, "Oh, she's within an arm's length of me, and I can always call and, and mm-hmm. use her." You know, 
what what are they giving back to the relationship to make it somewhat worthwhile to be there? Right. Right. It has to go both ways. It just can't be a one-way street. And you have to be, like, open and aware of what's really going on. I've had some situations where, you know, mutual friends, we've had, I've had birthday parties. Like, you know, um, initially, you know, when I got divorced, I tried to invite, I always invited my ex-husband to everything. Now, it was up to him whether he showed up or not. Sometimes he didn't show up to his own kid's birthday party. But... You know, there came a time where there were some things that were done that just were kind of like unacceptable, like, you know, sneaking birthday parties. Like now he's entitled to throw a birthday party. Right. And um, so am I. We don't have to have it together. But, you know, if you have a godparent or a close friend driving in town that any other time they're in town, they tell you they're there. <laughs> And then all of a sudden you get a phone call or you see a picture and they're with your kids and you didn't know about it. That's kind of weird. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that weird or is it just me? Mm-hmm. I hear where you're coming from. It, it, it almost makes you think like so. Well, it doesn't make you think. It lets you know where the loyalty lies. Because you kind of went around me and you were with my kids but didn't say anything I just I don't I don't act like that so you know sometimes I measure people by my ruler because you know I'm an 80s baby I don't do that type of fuck shit (laughs) so (laughs) you know I'm a loyal person if we're friends we're always gonna be friends I'm gonna be honest and open with you and I've just seen so many things like you know the sneaking the um the talking the you know when you're going through, a lot of people have things to say, but, you know, when bad shit is happening, they're silent. You know, I remember, you know, when I was trying, when I came up with this idea, like, oh, let's do college grad marriage dropout, right? You know, a lot of people were saying, you know, don't say anything. You might hurt his image. And I thought to myself, you worry about me hurting somebody's image, but you ain't worried about me hurting So right there, it let me know, like, who gives a fuck about me and who doesn't? You know, you're going to figure out what to do, who's going to be your friend and who won't be your friends. But I wanted to give you some tips on how to keep mutual friends, if you choose to do so. Um, I think it's important, number one, if you want to keep mutual friends through a divorce, you have to make your terms very clear. You need to let them know up front what you're going to accept and what you're not going to accept. I mean, you don't have to go into specific details about the relationship, but, you know, hey, as a friend, this is what I need from this friendship. And if you can't handle that, you know, if I confide in you, I don't need you running back to my Mm ex-husband, you know, or if I need something, I don't need you reporting to my ex-husband because we're no longer a unit. Mm -hmm. So what happens in my house stays in my house and, and if you can't abide by those rules, then we don't need to talk. Right. What do you think about that? Yeah, I would I would agree. You know, I, I would I would most definitely you have to set some type of boundaries. Right. You know, you can't trash talk the other person because you gotta think like it's almost the same way as when you're in there and you're looking for custody. Right. For <laughs> you know, for 
your children because children are going to love both parents. Right. You know, and you can't say, okay, I'm going to love this friend and then I'm not going to love this friend. Right. You know, so you have to think about the person in the middle, the child, and now is being split between two other friends. So you have to make some type of clear boundaries to where you're saying, okay, I'm not going to trash talk this person around you. And you know what's crazy? It is so much better when you don't do that. You can actually enjoy your time. Like, you don't have to be out here like, oh my God, every time we go out, we got to talk about this ninja. Like, you know what I mean? It's so nice just to shoot the breeze and Mm -hmm. chill, have a glass of wine. Um, Another thing is don't make your friends choose sides. Let them choose on their own. If they feel like they can't be your friend anymore or, you know, you'll see where their loyalty lies. Let them let them choose. And once you figure out their choice, hold them to it. I would also say not only holding them to it, but I would say you as a person have to be able to accept that. Exactly. Exactly. Because that it might hurt a little bit, but it that's the part I was going to say because you have to realize that you might be dealing with a whole nother breakup within that so man there are multiple breakups and divorce yes man you know even banks you have sometimes you gotta switch (laughs) (laughs) man you can't even go to the same grocery store sometimes you gotta you gotta make moves you gotta start fresh sometimes i'm when i divorced my husband i moved clear across the other side of town Mm. just just so i wouldn't go through that stuff Mm -hmm. that's a good idea sometimes you need to move and Mm -hmm. keep it fresh um, another tip would be to, when you're out with mutual friends, keep your love life private. Now, this doesn't mean you can do whatever you want on your own time, but they don't need to know all the details of your relationship. They get jealous. They might get jealous. And they then, will get jealous. <laughs> you're right. They will get jealous. And, and you have to think about, and I don't want to say jealous is like, oh, I want her or him back, but there's still some of that intimate part that you still don't want to know. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that it might not be so much of jealousy, but it's just respect. Right. You got to respect yourself and you still, even though you don't want to say it all the time, you still got to respect that, that aspect. Like you don't need to know that <laughs> my legs are on top of his shoulders right now. And you couldn't do that. <laughs> you know, you don't need to know that he was the best or he is the best I <laughs> ever had right now because I, I feel like you know it just kind of breeds contempt like mm-hmm. it just <laughs> you, you know you don't need to know that you don't need to know that and at that point you're just bragging that his foreplay is longer than what you could last for <laughs> <laughs> anyway right I mean I will give you this tip listen mm-hmm. things are so much better after you leave a bad relationship or after you get divorced and you meet someone who actually can meet your needs or you know there is love after divorce Mm -hmm. but you know what it's okay to keep that to yourself it's okay to be selfish about it everybody don't need to know very true um another tip is like if you're going to if you got these mutual friends try to avoid gatherings where it's going to be socially awkward. It doesn't make you a coward. I mean, if you end up in the same place, fine. But, you know, you don't want unnecessary tension. 
No, you don't. It just, it takes away from the night. I know for me as a single parent, when I get out on a Saturday night, I mean, I'm trying to have, I'm trying to live my best life. (laughs) And I don't want anything to interrupt. Like, it's a whole mood for me. I need to like, I am free and I'm loving it. Like, you know, I don't, like at this point in my life, I could, I can see my ex and I, like, it wouldn't mean anything to me. You know, so, but it takes you a while to get there. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think with mutual friends, they're they're probably like torn. Like, oh my god, should I stand here or should I stand over there? It's just you know, I think it would just make it weird. So you know, find your own new hangout spots, new things to do. Get you know, learn about yourself again. I I mean I I just avoid the mutual meeting grounds mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's the best way until you're able to grow past that point. right until you're able to grow past the petty because you know everybody heals at a different rate yep I completely agree and I feel like sometimes like you can be over something and your ex may not like you may have moved on and you're ready to date and they may not be you're not responsible for their feelings but you are responsible to make sure you're having a great time. And that can definitely be interrupted if you go to the wrong place or, right. you know, have the wrong company. Right. I would agree. I would most definitely agree. Um, but also, too, is just try to be cordial when, when things like that happen. Yeah. Um, be the better person. Mm-hmm. It's okay to walk away. It's okay not to speak. You don't have to force yourself to speak. No. <laughs> to mutual friends, to exes, you you can live your own life. Remember, we're all grown. Make that choice. Protect your peace at all costs. And if all else fails and you end up at the same place, it's okay to leave. Yes. <laughs> I've done that several times. Exactly. Like, oh, oh, this is not the place. <laughs> right. I have got up and left several, several times. And sometimes it's just best just to... Just to get up and leave, you know, so things, bad things won't happen or you could still have a nice night or whatever exactly. is going on. You know? I agree. So, sometimes you just got to decide to cut them or keep them. Um, but you have to remember, you have to do this for yourself. Exactly. You got to, you know, weigh out the good and the bad. I mean, see if it's a, re- a relationship that actually has some reciprocity right if they are not able to reciprocate what you're bringing to the table then what are you doing it for why are you in this relationship whether it's a friendship a you know a romantic relationship like if it's not bringing you something good and it's taken away from you just leave it where it's at you know it is just a beautiful opportunity to be able to start over again especially if you've been going through so much like it's important to be able to let go of things that are not good for you a lot of times we just hold on because we're so used to things and people and we think we need them in our lives and mm-hmm. we don't so and most of the times it turns out to be extra baggage and you're steady worrying about people's feelings who don't give a fuck about you that don't feel I mean that don't feel good it's a waste of energy use that energy on you you know 
So anyway, to cut them or to keep them, it's up to you. In conclusion, loyalty is everything. If you have mutual friends and you kind of find out that the loyalty doesn't lie with you, it's time to make moves. Very true. Be a good friend to yourself. Don't keep bad company just for the heck of it. Because you got to protect your peace. You do. You know, divorce can get lonely. You know, breakups can be lonely. And I mean, it could be a romantic breakup or a breakup from a friendship. You know, (laughs) there's always somebody in between. And unfortunately, it doesn't really feel good to be stuck in the middle. So, you know, while you're going through this divorce breakup or friendship loss, try to be kind to those mutual friends and allow (laughs) them to make a choice of where they want to be. You know, no relationship should be forced. Right. You know, relationships should come natural. You should have natural chemistry. You should be like, oh, you know, I enjoy being around that person. I'm not forced. I don't, not out of obligation. You know, I love talking to Rini because it's not forced. I can, I am my 100% self and it is, it's beautiful. Like, you know, it's just, I can speak freely. It's a no judgment zone. You know, you need friends who you can talk to and vent to who will give you honest advice from personal experience you have to you have to have the right type of friends you know and sometimes you gotta hit the reset button to get those type of friends you know everything happens for a reason you might get divorced and then you run into someone great you know you you never know you might break up with a long-term friendship and then you meet another friend Mm -hmm. you know don't stand in the way of your own blessings. Don't block your blessings holding on to things that aren't good for you. That's so true. But anyway, we're going to sign off here. This is Quay. And Rainy. And thanks for tuning in to College Grad Marriage, Marriage Dropout. Dropout.